Hello, we're delighted to have Tony Boyle on the podcast this week. Tony is a well-known entrepreneur, both in Ireland and internationally in the wireless industry. Having worked for Motorola in the early days, he and his partner, Michael McGinley, established Sigma Wireless 30 years ago and is one of Ireland's market-leading wireless equipment providers. Tony has been there for the full range of wireless industry developments from tax to GSM and now 5G LTE private networks. He relates an interesting story about the initial projection of sales for mobile phones versus what actually happened. Sigma Wireless is still innovating today and runs a very interesting mission-critical network using Tatra technology. This is used by public services across the country. Tony also gives his thoughts on what made the Sigma team successful on where the new innovations in wireless industry will be. We really enjoyed having Tony on the podcast and to learn about his ability to reinvent his companies and to keep them relevant in the industry over a long period of time. I know you're going to enjoy this podcast. It's a tough competitive business to drive telecom sales. But now there is a new channel that is making all the difference for innovative companies. That's the Digital Sales Channel. At Netzer, we are the leading digital sales channel provider for telecoms companies. Our customers can testify to our ability to listen and implement solutions that work for them. If you are a mobile operator, an MVNO or an eSIM provider, We'd like to understand your business issues and work with you to drive your sales. Contact pat.flynn at netzer.com and we can talk. Welcome to the podcast. I'm absolutely delighted this week to have a well-known Irish entrepreneur, businessman and innovator, I'd say in many ways, as Tony Boyle of Sigma Wireless, most famously. So first of all, Tony, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Pat. Delighted to do it. Well, um, we've had a little bit of an adventure to get to this point, so I really appreciate your patience. Thanks, Tony. So Sigma Wireless celebrates 30 years this year, which is significant in any business, but particularly in the wireless business, which is subject to a lot of changes. And, you know, and I also know that your team, a lot of your team have been with you that whole time. Maybe could you tell us a bit about the early days, Tony? How did Sigma Wireless come about? Okay, well, actually, we started as Motorola, in fact, Pat. Uh, I started the Motorola operation in Ireland back in 1978 from a greenfield site. So we built that up from scratch. Uh, we started software development. We acquired a software development company down in Cork where the first generation GSM software was developed. Uh, we made batteries and pagers in a factory in Swords. Uh, mm-hmm. And that was a, a big business. I then went to run the UK and then the European business for Motorola. Uh, and in 1991, I had an opportunity to do a management buyout of the Motorola Ireland business, which I did with my partner, Michael McGinley. And Sigma Wireless was formed. That was on the 1st of July, 1991. 
And yes, this month we just just gone. We just celebrated 30 years. So we've seen many changes in the whole uh, space during that period in time. Uh, fundamentally, I suppose how I would describe our business is we help people communicate when they're on the move. Mm-hmm. And that could be on the move within a building, within an airport or within the country. So or, or indeed internationally. So it's it's all fundamentally about mobile communications. So we've been involved in in the various uh, generations of product right away. Initially, it was straightforward, just two-way radios where police, fire, ambulance had two-way radios communicated with each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it moved on from then. There were things like the National Paging Network that we participated in in a joint venture with Aircom. Yeah, that was, I was there. <laughs> absolutely, Pat, you were indeed. That's where uh-huh. we first met. So that was, that was paging. Uh, we moved then to the first-generation mobile networks tax they were called it was an analog mobile network and we had the motorola brick which at the time yeah. was was a it was a fantastic product <laughs> and uh, really really earth uh, earth breaking at the time earth shattering so we, we introduced that in ireland uh, i remember in the first year that we that we brought that product in uh, the, the, the consensus with with aircom who were the operator at the time was that we would need somewhere between 250 and 500 units for the year. And at the peak of the market, at the very peak, we shipped 1 million handsets wow. in, a, in a Christmas wow. period, in a Christmas period alone. So that was... Wow. That, that's that's how- and Tony, just, just to explain to people who are a bit younger than me, uh, when you say brick, it was, literally was a brick. The, the, the brick was the first hand portable. So it was a... It was, a, it was like a shoe. I mean, I'm saying that like ironically. Exactly, a little bit like... Like was it Max Smart or what? what, yeah. what it, okay. <laughs> Actually, I, I, Tony, I, I, one time I was working in the states. I went to uh, work in um, for the company. I went to work in London for a couple of weeks, and they gave me one of that. Man, honest to God, I was like the coolest guy in London going around with one of those things. People, people call me a poser. Maybe I still am, but I definitely when you had one of those, you were definitely you definitely made it. <laughs> Absolutely, and it. But I mean, that's totally revolutionized. That was the first generation. Then we. We got involved in the GSM, uh, mm-hmm. again, the first digital pan-European standard. Uh, then there was 2G, which was the, the second generation, 3G, third generation, 4G, fourth generation. And today, we're now involved heavily in 5G. So uh, that they, they were the, the mobile technologies. Uh, in parallel with that, there was a new digital technology developed for the emergency services called Tetra. Mm-hmm. which is still a, a very, uh, very successful technology. So we, again, uh, Sigma Wireless participated in, in that. Uh, and we, we uh, are both a shareholder and a master service provider to Tetra Ireland, which is the national network. So we built out that network with over 600 sites. Uh, we maintain it today 24-7 from Donegal to Kerry. And that delivers uh, by far the best coverage network in the country. That's over 99% of the land mass is covered by the Tetra network. Right, right. And that's that's relied upon now by police, fire, ambulance, emergency, all, all the emergency services. Yeah. So that's so that's that that's we call that mission critical communications. So I suppose the particular speciality we of the Sigma Wireless business is around the mission critical applications. And that could be mission critical for an emergency service, or for your business, whether you're Intel, who rely upon Sigma Wireless technology to keep their to keep their total wafer fabs uh, 
in operation or Irish Aviation Authority, who where we where we provide the ground to air communication for communicating with planes, Irish Coast Guard with a so so uh, it's, it's, it's quite, a, quite a range, Tony. I mean that that Tatra one probably a lot of people won't be aware of it, but it's digital trunk radio and it, it's private, it's um walkie-talkie type functionality, maybe and more than that, I realize, but uh it's um that's quite a been a big success in the public services. The all I think probably every major public service will use it, and you provide everything operationally for that, plus a lot of the equipment. I think so. That's a, quite a quite a um, a successful operation. So it's, you know, it just goes to show the scope of what Sigma uh, can and does every day. So that, that's really amazing. There's, uh, Tony, how, what, from your own point of view, like is You've uh, run business from international to local, local means countrywide is what I mean. You know, what's, what's your management style? I mean, you seem to be able to get a team together and keep them around you for many years. Well, Pat, I think, you know, what we've always said is there's only two important things in our business. It's our people and our customers. Mm-hmm. And if, if, you, if you think about your business like that, then I think you develop a loyal a group of customers and a loyal group of, of, of team members. And I do see my my team as team members, not employees. We're, we're members of the same team. Uh, they You look after them, they look after you. It's trust, it's relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think we've all really started from the bottom up. I mean, I started in Phillips straight out of school in, a radio, in the radio business. Uh, it's just okay. It's, it, I just happened to be there, but we started from the ground up and it built, built up my experience and, and my, uh, I suppose my responsibilities. And likewise, we've we've got a lot of people who've been with us right from the start, right. uh, you know. And 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 it's great to see. And I think that's what the business is founded upon. So successful, uh, happy customers, satisfied customers. You can't uh, can't be satisfied all the time, but I think yeah. once they trust, <laughs> once they trust you and know that. Yeah, you'll sort it. They have an issue uh, if they've got an issue. In fact, them having an issue and you responding to it builds even bigger loyalty. So it's look after the customer, make sure you respond to their issues and their problems mm-hmm. fastly and promptly. Be open, transparent, and likewise with your with your employees. Give them uh, be tough, but be direct and be fair. Yeah, involve them and communicate with them, and, and hopefully they'll, we'll stay, they'll, with you, they'll yeah, stay with you. Stay with you. To have, and also Tony, I was looking at your CV. You you've done a lot of um, we might call social entrepreneurship, or you've reached out into the community a lot, particularly North Dublin, uh, North County Dublin. Um, uh, maybe you were in you were in the chambers, but also you run some initiatives in North County Dublin too. I think. Yeah, look, I'm a firm believer is you have to give back to the community. It really is important. Uh, the chamber, the chambers of commerce, were you know I was Dublin Dublin Chamber of Commerce for over 25 years, I think, the longest serving council and executive member. Then uh, we founded North Dublin Chamber. Well, that was originally Fingless Chamber and then became North Dublin Chamber of Commerce. I served as president there for four years. And I think that was very enjoyable and very rewarding. Uh, I was on the board of Battingmon Regeneration Limited, uh, which was a fantastic project in terms of seeing that overse- helping oversee the redevelopment of that, the regeneration of that area. Uh, I founded uh, an activity called the Greenway. Again, mm-hmm. that was a collaboration with Dublin City, Fingal, the universities. So Dublin City University, DIT at the time, which is now 
TU, Dublin Airport Authority and Ballymun. So that, and that goal was to stimulate investments and job creation and innovation in the clean tech sector in North mm-hmm. Dublin. So I think that's been very successful. Yeah, well, that- no, the, the very admirable thing, Sonny. I mean, I grew up close to Ballymun, the old towers, and um, I don't, you know, I know a lot of good friends there, but it, it, it's definitely improved vastly in terms of livability and the environment. So, I mean, that was that was clearly a great project. So, uh, we were talking before the podcast about where do you think the industry is going, and maybe if you had talked a little bit about what you see as enterprise five G, you know, as how do you think that business is going to work out? Look, I think there's no question that for the next generation networks, both for mission critical and for enterprise, 5G is going to be fundamental. That that is that is a key enabler for all you know, and that will be the mo- the pervasive mobile technology in the next five to ten years. I think, and that does many different things. Obviously, it delivers hugely uh, improved uh, levels of uh, speed and and uh, bandwidth. Uh, the latency is, is significantly better. So, and latency is very important in, in many applications, whether they're industrial or automation, or even straight voice, so that you you get basically, you know, instant instant communications. So, I think five uh, G is certainly the key. The other thing that, in my mind, is really going to be important is the emergence of private five G networks. Mm-hmm. I think to date, the four G and the LTE technologies have largely been dominated by the mobile operators who have nation, nationwide networks. Mm-hmm. But fundamentally, what they haven't done is address to things such as, as the in-building coverage that is needed uh, if you're going to run your enterprise on this. So if you're going to, if, if you're going to be running your enterprise, then people uh, fundamentally, a lot of the time, they operate within buildings, within their, within their office, within their factory, within their, their plant, their airport, the port. So building a private network which has the coverage and the latency and the resilience needed uh, be, when, when it becomes mission critical is a lot different than building a mobile network, which, you know, maybe it's used by millions of customers, but fundamentally it's used for for, for different purposes. So, right. so I, But I think uh, private 5G is certainly the, the next bet that we have we have, have have built into our business and we've got, we work with really some excellent companies. We're a Nokia partner who are very much uh, leading in this area. We work with some really excellent Irish companies, uh, Druid, who build the software core, uh, uh, which is very important to this. Uh, Alpha Wireless, who build the antennas. Again, Alpha is an ex-Fergal, uh, an ex-Sigma wireless guy. He was my uh, antenna designer. Uh, but he's an important part. Virtual Access, who build uh, again, you know, an Irish company. So I think I think working with uh, there is a, a, a cluster of companies such as Sigma Wireless in this space, and and we, mm. uh, we're, we're working with a lot of them to, I suppose, to position uh, ourselves and hopefully Ireland as a centre of excellence in emerging five G private LTE networks. Yeah, actually, Tony, I totally agree with you. I think the dominance of the public operators maybe slowed the innovation in the industry as a whole but now i see a lot of breakout industry uh, private lte i think is a significant one uh, also on the international scale the so-called uh, communication platform as a service cpas providers are really disintermediating the business and bringing enterprise enterprise to enterprise communication internationally 
it's it's really exciting area and a huge growth in that. So it's great to see that innovation coming back into the business. And uh, you know, it's, the business has always been fascinated by its international characters, national characters, complexity. It's, it's really interesting business. Indeed, indeed. It's, and Tony, on the podcast, you get to nominate. Maybe this isn't the isn't the privilege, but <laughs> you get to nominate the playout song. So what do you have in mind for us? Well, I think su- summertime is 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 it's very appropriate right now, and uh, I, I've 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 been known to sing it myself once. <laughs> before, but I won't I won't do on the podcast. Thank you. <laughs> okay, any particular version? Any particular singer? Tony Boyle. <laughs> Tony Boyle. <laughs> okay, summertime it is, and listen, Tony, thanks. It's been brilliantly brilliant having you on the podcast, and like the scope of your career and interests are fascinating and i think anybody you know i think anyone's worked which has always found you to be a straight dealer and um, we really appreciate you having on the podcast thanks thanks pat okay hey let's do summertime And the 
the living is easy The fish are jumping And the cotton is high Your daddy's rich And your mama's good looking Hush, little baby Don't you Hush, little baby, don't you cry. Hush, little baby, don't you cry.